This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We are back for another episode of the Oak Road Hatter Podcast. I'm Billy Mully, and here is what we have coming up today. We go back through the whole game. We speak about the uneventful tie that played out at Kenworth Road that allowed us to go into the playoff positions. We also take a little bit of focus onto Glen Ray after another very strong performance. We also speak about Preston away. Jamie will be there, but he'll be the only form of Oak Road Hatter representation. But we'll still go through it and discuss a little bit about the Lily Whites and what we kind of expect from Saturday's game. First, well, first of all, I'm here with Stephen and Jamie. Fellas, how are you doing today? Good, mate. How are you doing? Not too bad, Stephen. How are you getting on? Yeah, not too bad. Good to hear. As I said, Jamie is the only one heading to Deepdale, Luton, hopeful of adding a sixth game unbeaten in the championship. I think we reached six last year. Not entirely sure. I think we did near the end of the season. But it's a big opportunity again to cement ourselves within the playoffs, which still sounds crazy to me. But we'll go back to the whole game, the game that allowed us to get into the top six. And I'll come to you first, Stephen. Um, I think we, we can all agree we sort of lack that fluidity that we've seen in recent home games, but we still got the job done another clean sheet, four in five clean sheets. How brilliant is that to, to hear and, and the fact that it ensured us that we were getting a place in the playoffs? Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, I actually wasn't there on Saturday. Um, I couldn't make it, but yeah, it's the form that we're in right now is brilliant. And clean sheets, remaining unbeaten, it's all just positive, really. I can't think of any negatives. 100%. And the, the goal was on your Dinma to Adebayo. 
NJ sort of criticised on Yedima a little bit, sort of the work off the ball, comparing what Harry Cornick does, which some people thought, why is he doing that? But I think it's something that Jones, know, Jones knows his players. He knows what his players will react to. And I think that's the kind of message he was hinting at. It was more kick up the arse rather than trying to shame and on your dimmer because it was a strong performance, strong attacking performance. And you got to just think think back to the goal. On your dimmer just cuts onto his, his right and then finds that back post. Adebayo's there to, to nod home. So how often do you think we're going to see that in what remains of the season? It's, yeah, that, that is a Fred trademark and, and an Eli trademark. And yeah, Nathan knows what he's doing. Nathan knows that Cornick's had four, five, six years now under him. And and he and he knows that Cornick is is much further along that that curve. Uh, as Fred's only had what three months, or which he's been out for for about six weeks of that. Um, so that yeah, Nathan knows what he's doing. He, he wasn't he wasn't digging him out or whatever people were saying on Twitter. He was just saying openly, Fred, look, like I know I know what you can do, and and just do it. And um, yeah, absolutely. I think he he knows what he's doing. So yeah. I think it's scary what kind of player we can have in Fred if if he does turn as as relentless as Harry Cornick. Without without a doubt, and and obviously it was it's, it seems a long time ago now, but Peterborough like the front three, like you said, re- relentless. Like it's in terms of his his athletic ability, that he's 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 quick off the mark. He's in that press. I mean, I think pressing seems like the 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 key thing right now in football it seems like the the, the current fad and and he he is he is someone that that can do that for 120 minutes he is yeah you can see that that he is going to be a special player for us 100% and another player that was important on saturday obviously only for 45 minutes because he came off was adebayo got the goal seventh of the season how many goals can he score this season? Can he sort of hit 20, 25, or are we just going to sort of take it as it comes? I hope so, because I've got a, a bet on top goal scorer, but it seems like like Mitro is just speeding off, isn't it? But um, thankfully, it was each way, so who knows? But yeah, I mean, obviously, easily double figures. I think if if you would if you have offered me 15 before the season, I'd be like, yeah, brilliant. But he, he certainly looks like he's trending more towards 20, which is... Um, Unbelievable to think that, that we only signed him in January. He's, he's only been been with us for ten months, and he's already looking he, he, a lot better than, than what he was than, than what he was in January when we signed him. He, he was good back in January, but now he seems even better, and he's, he's he, and he can be even better than that as well. So it's um really exciting. Yeah, I I think if he hits twenty goals this season, one it's a brilliant season for him, but it's it's gonna be a brilliant season for us. 20 goals for any striker will shoot a team right of the league and you know it will help us cement the the playoff spaces which as you said it just doesn't sound right it's just brilliant that we can actually sit here saying that we just got to keep it up and you know got to keep Adebayo fit and in form and yeah I but I, I think same as Onya Dimmer they're both going to be special players for us I just hope that we have the funds to keep hold of them. Yeah, and Stephen, you're right. I mean, if you, if you look at the impact that Dawa DK had last year for Barnsley in, in the six months, what did he score? 10, 15 in, in those six months? He was on fire. So yeah. if he like, can do that in the second half of the season, then we're going to be in for a, a special season, bearing in mind that Barnsley started in January sort of, what, 
upper lower lower sort of mid table. Um, yeah. But we're currently having a having a nice of fifth, aren't we? So um, yeah, brilliant stuff. We've well, fifth been. and joint eleven. Fifth, <laughs> yeah. fifth, fifth. We'll say fifth for the sake of this. But we've spoken a lot there about the attacking talents. Of, of course, they've come to the fray because of, of pretty much how devastating we have been recently. But the defence as well, it was a seventh clean sheet. Sonny Bradley played five 90 minutes, four clean sheets. Sluger as well, another strongish performance. Wasn't tested too much, but he showed no... no Sort of no worries whatsoever when it comes to him. Lockyer, I think, one got man the match award as well. So that's another another bonus for him. And the fullbacks were, were good as well, providing attacking threat, but also defensively solid. So how important can that defence be in what remains the rest of the season? Yeah, really. Um, I mean, just want to call out Sluga because yeah, he, he may not have been overly tested, but he was the one that set up the first goal. I mean, he rolled out to Bell. Bell to Fred, Fred into Eli goal. So goalkeepers nowadays aren't just about what they can do in terms of saves. He 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 started that move. Um, so you have to give him credit for that. Um, defensively, yeah, I mean, I, I, I know we'll, we'll come on to Glen Ray, but he, he's been superb. Um, I think I think he summed up when he, at the start of the pod. The game was uneventful, but but it, it was it was solid. Um, so nothing to to shout home about. But one 0 win at home. Clean shit again. Happy days. Yeah, and as we said there, we limited hold to, to very little. They saw a lot of possession in the second half um, in, in terms of, of keeping it from the back, sort of recycling play, but they barely threatened. It's only a couple of times that they, they caused us anything too concerning and didn't really... Well, I, I personally think they've got the players too. They've, they've got Keen Lewis Potter, Malik Wilkes, who completely smashed up the division last year and earned Bundesliga attention. Honeyman as well, who is a very good player, showed it that last year. George Monker coming off the bench, of course, that we all know what he can do when given the chance. So it's not, it wasn't just the fact that we were, were better. We, we sort of nullified their attacking threats. And, and I know Hull haven't been scoring too many goals this season, but they do have those creative players that can sort of spark stuff out and up and We'll go on to Glen Ray because, uh, as we said there before, he's sort of Linda. maybe hasn't gone under the radar because we've, we've been speaking about it for a while now. But his, his performances cannot be sort of what's the word? He, they cannot be underestimated. Un under yeah, underestimated because he has been he has been unbelievable, and I think that he's genuinely in with a shout for Championship Player of the Month for the effect that he's had. But as we know, sort of the player of the month awards usually goes to one who scores the most goals, which load of bollocks, really. But we'll speak about Ray because he deserves it. He has been excellent the last few games, but we'll specifically just look at that whole game. How good was he, Jamie? Yeah, brilliant. And just want to start by saying I think not there's not a single league fan out there that would have been buzzing to see him in that first eleven when when he came back in whenever it was. It was about four or five games ago now. Would have thought, oh, Glen Ray, um, but now nah, he's he's been fantastic. I'm, I'm not, I can't think of of a fit he's put wrong really. Um, he, he's not made many made any mistakes. He's just he's done his job, and and, and that's what you want from a player like him in in, in that in that midfield. And, and and also he's 
he came in and off the back of Alan Campbell who started well, got injured. Gabby Osho started well, got injured. So there's, there's a lot of pressure on him to step up to that Osho and Campbell level. Um, but to be honest, I, I think he's, he's been better than they both were at the start of the season. So it's certainly his shirt to, to lose now. I mean, by no means Campbell and Osho deserve that, that, that shirt back straight away. I obviously I wasn't at the whole game, so I can't say too much about the performance, but I think we all just kind of doubted him when he came back in, as Jamie said, like a couple of weeks, well, a couple of weeks ago, a month or so ago. And yeah, I think everyone, literally everyone has doubted him. I was doubting him, even though like he's one of my favourite players for in, in the squad. I doubted his ability and he's just I think the competition with Campbell and Osho has done in the world of good because realistically before that, he didn't have too much to compete with in that holding midfield. All he had was Joe Morrell, which is that's because that's where Dathan Jones wanted him to play. But Glenn's now sort of got his passing sorted out. He's he's a lot more composed, I think. He's not just quick to get the ball away anywhere he can. He'll, he can take a touch and he can make a pass as well as he just breaks up the play. And it's just, we've been saying that we, we need someone that can do that. And then we obviously we got Osho and Campbell in, but then Glenn's taking the opportunity, like the, the fighting for the place, like he's taken it so well. And I mean, competition in a squad is can either go you know, bad or good. And it's not being funny. It's going brilliantly for us. And, and, and you almost sort of have to think about training every day, like training with a better squad now. Like yeah. the players he's training with, he, he now has to defend against Fred. He has to defend against Musquay. And and just that naturally in training is, is going to make him up his game a little bit. Like previously training against Elliot Lee, um, Colo, which both good players for us, but they just... Musquen and Fred are just different animals in terms of their their, their 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 sort of their their strength, their speeds, their pace, and and the leagues it's a quick league, so you would learn. I mean, this is so irrelevant, but no, but it's it's no all no no, about, no, no. What, what I'm what I'm going to say what I'm, what I'm going to say is why is Harry Maguire so crap when he's defending against Ronaldo right, Sancho. That, 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 that is all to do with with, with Ollie because he's a PE teacher. That's why. Like, like look at Maguire for England. He's, he's pretty good, but for United, he's shit because of Ollie. So that's a completely different topic, mate. We'll have to get down the title now. Ollie, has nothing to do with Luton. Nothing we won't go into anything. We'll just turn this into a United shit show. But yeah, going back to Ray because. I think the first game that he was brought back in was against Coventry, which was obviously a brilliant occasion. And the thing with that as well was that we named the back five and we had Ray in. And I think when I first saw that team, I thought that is very, very defensive. I mean, none of Coventry are good, but they're not that good. They're not, they don't demand that kind of respect, but it worked in a way that it allowed our full backs and our wing backs more space going forward, I think. I think in terms of knowing that you've got a player like Ray that will basically tackle his own mother for <laughs> for pretty much their, their players, that's a good thing to have in your side. And that's something that allows fullbacks and wingbacks to push up with a bit more freedom. Yeah, yeah, 
absolutely. Yeah, and, and like I guess again defensively behind him, Ed Matty Pearson, who does cause a few nerves at times. Um, but now you've got a back three of of Cal, Sonny and, and Lockyer. Brilliant win backs, Bree back back to his best, Bell, who's been fantastic. Yeah, just I think just that there, there's there's a lot of factors behind Glenn's performances this season, and I think the the strength of the squad is is a big one. But also he liked his game and, and fair play to him. Yeah, and I think the good thing about Nathan Jones is that it might be you know it might not be the truth, but I think he mentally helps every player. It's not it's not just a physical thing of like hey, he wants athletes, he wants players that are good. He's brought in players that he knows he can work with. And I think maybe under a different manager, Glenn Ray might have crumbled because he's got competition. He was fighting for the spot in the team and he was getting stick from fans. And maybe under another manager, he might crumble. Like maybe under Graham Jones, he, you know, would have been, you know, it might just have crumbled and had the pressure too much and not been able to sort itself out. But Nathan Jones, I think he's got that. He needs everyone in the right mental space. And I think he's, you know, just he's just going to push all the players to compete against each other, but in the healthiest way possible. Can it be so, yeah. Can he Can he continue in this role for what remains of the season? Do you, could sort of a loss of form affect his confidence? Or is he a player that's sort of got that, that mindset who could recover perhaps from a bad game and, and be brought in again? I think, and have that I think he can recover, but it's more of a... There's so much competition, as we just said, that when if he goes out of form or if we go out of form, Nathan might change it up and put Osho in there or put Campbell in there. And he, I don't think he's going to be in there, obviously, every game because our, our squad is so strong that we're going to have to change it up and he's going to have to miss out sometimes. But that's the same with every player pretty much because we've just got such a healthy squad. Yeah, and I think we're in that that good position now where Glenn could quite easily play for the next 32 games, be brilliant and not lose his place. But equally, he could have a stinker against Preston and then Campbell comes in against Borough, does brilliantly, and then, he, and then he's in for the next next five yeah. games. And we're in that good position now where... We've got so many options. It's it, it's all positives. Like there's there's no negatives in it whatsoever. And we've got to think. Obviously, it's a different position, but there's got to be room to put Elliot Thorpe in there if he starts showing signs of being ready for the first team. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. It's going to make our team predictions very difficult in the <laughs> coming weeks. Uh, I don't. Really... I don't. I don't even think Elliot Thorpe's on Fan Hub yet. No, he's not. I don't think. Madness. It's madness how many options we do have. And yeah, as I say, it's going to be very, very difficult when it comes to selecting our team for Saturday. Wouldn't want to be Nathan Jones in that respect, but we will talk about Preston away. Jamie's going. Two of us are a bit too lazy to go. Stephen might have other plans, but I'll, I'll put mine. I've got plans. I've had plans for months for this, this weekend. So yeah. Doesn't involve going to Lancashire though. No. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'll, I'll ask you both here what do you expect from Preston I mean they're a team that have, have sort of earned the reputation taking it away from Millwall being the draw kings I think six draws in the last nine they're a side that are tough to beat and will be looking to stop us winning or, or will they view this as an opportunity to get to winning ways and sort of kickstart their season 
I think it will be a bit of a way they'll think that if they win, they can kickstart their season. But I think the fact that they played Liverpool last night may help us. I know that it's it's a tough league and these things can go either way. It can be they've played a midnight fixture in the League Cup against Premier League team and they'll come out rearing on Saturday because they lost and they want to, you know, win a game. Or they might be completely worn out and we've got to just beat them in athleticism on, on Saturday and hopefully we can win the game like that. But I think I, I just hope that the uh, fact that they played Liverpool last night will help us rather than, you know, help them. I see Preston almost in a similar position to Hull. I think they're going for a tough spot. Um, manager under huge pressure at the minute. Um, but equally, they've got, got good individuals that on, on, on any given day could turn it on and, and could beat us. So, so we're going to have to be at our best. But that's the league that we're in, and, and Nathan knows that. Our players know that. Um, and I, I don't, I, I don't know whether Liverpool would, would affect them too much. Cause I, I see. I, I, I thought that Stephen, but then I think I was told that they made nine changes. So who knows? If 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 it affects them, then fantastic. If not, then I think we still have enough to beat them. But it will still be a tough game. Um, and yeah, it, it's going to be interesting because I think they, they play a back, a back three. So. Likely that we'll that we'll get Carroll back in and, and do that as well. Yeah, certainly options for for Jones to think about if we do try to match them up or if we try and stick with that sort of what we call more attacking, even though it doesn't prove to be all the time that four two three one that we played against Hull. Um, another one about Preston, I think what we. What we're seeing is a side that have struggled at the top end because of injuries. Um, you think Connor Wickham came in, um, pretty much injured straight away. Izzy Brown, similar. He's out for how long? I don't know. But he's a player, as we know, can flick on the switch at any given moment and, and probably would have helped them get out the rot they find themselves in. Tom Barkhuizen as well was injured for, for large parts of this season. So they're a side that have struggled. And I think... Maguire took a knock last night as well. I don't, I can't remember if he went off, but I was watching the game, and I think you know he's one of their stronger players. And I mean, I, I hate him because he's a complete dickhead on the pitch, but that's sort of player with your team. But yeah, I think I think he got injured last night, so that might again help us. Yeah, again, if that is. I was looking at their team from Blackpool, and it looks like Adam Brown got sent off, which is obviously good news. Um, yeah. So, so, so yeah, well, I think we've we've really got to take it to them. We can't just go there and think, of, you know, we'll sit back and all that. I think we've got to take it to them. Yeah, hundred percent. Another presentable opportunity, is, as Jamie was saying there, you can draw the similarities to to the whole game. But of course, yeah. no, it's it's an away game. Deep Dell has, has proven to be quite a difficult place to go before. I know we won there last year, but there was no fans there. Um, a little bit about last year, both times we played them, I, I thought they were rubbish, didn't really offer anything at all. Mm. Do you think that will be used as, as inspiration to sort of spur them on? Obviously, Frankie McAvoy was not the, the front man then, but he was, he was still involved with the club. So do you think he'll be thinking back to those performances and thinking make sure that this doesn't happen again because Luton will, will capitalise on that. 
It's, it's tough to say. I think the game that we beat him away was that Alex Neal's last game, wasn't it? I think so. I think that that, that caused him to get sacked. I, I think that, that that's what happened. Um, so I, I don't know how, how much previous results comes into players' thinking, to be honest. Um, maybe. Um, but, yeah, I think they're just, just going for a tough patch. So I think they're... Their focus is more getting back into form for, for their own benefit rather than beating us because we beat them last time. Could lightning strike twice again? Could we get Frankie McAvoy sacked? Yeah, <laughs> interesting Maybe. statistic if we could get both their past managers sacked. That'd be a nice one to hold. Last thing we'll do is the score predictions. And Stephen, I'll come to you first. <sighs> 1 0, away from home, typical Luton win. And Jamie? I'm going to be more bullish and go two now. I'm going to be a little bit, drag us a bit back down to earth. I'm going to go for one all, I think. And in terms of performance levels, Derby, we weren't quite at it. Whole second half, it, it wasn't as good as we've seen. I know that we've had the week, but yeah, but I'm sort of thinking along the lines that Preston will be up for this one and they're in that right at the moment and this could be the time that they're... Yeah. They, well, I think out of it. touching sorry I'm just going to touch back on the point I made about like the fact that they might be tired from the Liverpool game like, I heard a lot of stuff like from fans from the whole game that the players looked exhausted like even Stato was saying it on the commentary because I got to listen to the second half and um, saying that we looked tired so having us having a break this week and Preston playing I think again that's going to help us so we just got to we've got to take it to them and yeah yeah, <laughs> basically it. Up the has. Up the has. Well, that is all we have time for today. A big thank you to the two of you for joining. And we will be back next week as we head into another three-game week. Middlesbrough and Stoke games follow this Preston clash. So depending on whether we, when we can actually all get together and do a podcast, it will be either prior to that midweek clash against uh, Middlesbrough or it'll be just after. We don't know yet. But until then, goodbye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.